0: Nutrafol, baby. <laughs> Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for
1: what's next and how to save for it?
0: excited. Um last night was the first ever passion workshop with my dear friend and you guys have heard me mention him over the years so many times. And in fact, you've been on this podcast Sammy. Come
1: yeah, on. Yeah, a few times.
0: A few times and but it's been a, it's been a hot second. It's been a hot second. It has been a hot second. <laughs> and we've been working on things behind the scenes and all this stuff. So last night was the first ever Passion Workshop. And the Passion Workshop was really all about... I really wanted to introduce you to many people who have listened to this podcast and followed my journey because you have just helped me so much in my career and life to really find out what it is that I love giving to the world and how I can serve others. And then in turn, it serves me because I'm living my truest dream.
1: Yeah. And I think think you know what was so exciting about last night yes. is, is seeing that same essence that same vibe that same kind of um honesty and truth that just kind of showed up in so many people uh because as you know when you first meet someone you're coming in blind right and you're you're coming in and you're, oh, like, you're
0: nervous you're tense yeah, what, everyone walks in am, and they're like do ah. i really
1: do i really want to do this right. am i really doing this right. but something's kind of tugging and poking at you and and what i was so grateful for is that we had so many people that just uh i felt like everyone opened up and shared and as we got into the questions, uh, just, you know, and and that's what I love about this work. That's what I've loved about working with you is that we all have kind of put ourselves in a box in our life, you know, from old beliefs, limiting beliefs, uh, religious doctrine, all these rules that we've put on ourselves or others have put on us that we kind of carry forward like baggage, right? It's like, it's like we're going on a trip and we're carrying 22 suitcases with us into every moment we go to and then suddenly... As we just kind of turn this over, And say, we want to remove that box and just have a moment to serve now. Like what's showing up? What are you curious about? What is like poking at you deep? What's that secret voice in you that keeps whispering something and you're still stuck in a process or a 12 step program or rules that we just want to remove. And what was so amazing is just, you know, watching, you know, people walk in very apprehensive at first, which is human nature. And then by the time we started getting through a lot of the interactivity, which is is a big part of this. The whole idea is just questions and reflection and ways to just look at yourself with a little different language, new context, so that you can say, oh my gosh, this thing is always kind of existed in me, but I never knew there was really a door there. I kind of may have felt the knocking or the pulling or the tugging. And all we want to do is say, there's a door to open. And then you watch them as the questions start to go deeper and deeper. And then suddenly they start smiling and then suddenly they go, oh my gosh. And they have a little bit of a piece yeah. of not even really realizing this is me and we point it out to them and then they go, Oh, I see fourteen hundred different ways to go whoops to go do this now. And uh to me, that is the most gratifying thing in the world is to watch someone oh. smile when you can't, you can't hide any longer. You're like, oh, I'm so happy. And, and that's what last night was all about. Oh,
0: my God. And the stories, you know, were just so open and vulnerable. And you're talking about things, um, stigmas or things in people's past. And I won't use anyone's name, but I love the woman who basically said she was the youngest. And her family always kind of treated her like this wild, you know... Uh, she wasn't going to amount to anything. And, you know, her dad recently told her, like, he was shocked that she wasn't doing 30 years to life. I yeah. was like, oh my God. But, you know, all of those... People say those things to us throughout our lifetime and lots of times they take on great meaning and the party stops or that, um, you know, your truest self kind of gets put in a box because you think yeah. oh, I shouldn't act that way.
1: Well, you just accept those things instead of challenge them. them yeah. Right. And, and that's a big part of what we talked about is I, I, I talk about, uh, one of the stories I always love is, uh, I have a dear friend named Brian Gonzalez who's in the, uh, he's a director and a, just one of the most brilliant kind of creative, imaginative minds that does these art installations and movies and music videos. But he and I did this wonderful ayahuasca journey together right after the election. And of course, you know, whether you're, you know, right, left, like Trump, hate Trump, whatever it may be, you know, irrelevant. It was more the world was kind of in chaos at that point because, uh, we had just had this huge thing and this decision happen and everyone was like, what does that mean? So we went to this ayahuasca journey and and it was just so negative to start. Everyone's like, the world's ending, the sky's falling. And you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I picked the wrong weekend to show up <laughs> here because so
0: it's so terrible. <laughs> right. But
1: as we got into this meditation... Um, we, we kind of come out and he and I started a conversation together and we just started kind of really surrendering to this curiosity of chaos. Mm-hmm. And and what came from that is this wonderful conversation of talking about how chaos is always expanding. It's always growing. It's always around us. And the problem happens is, is we constantly try to box that chaos in. Right. We'll box it instead of serving it and seeing like taking our passion and our curiosity and that unique perception we have of the world and just serving it to see where it goes. Uh, But most people, that's what happens is that our parents give us something, our teachers, our religion, our own thinking. We take on those limiting thoughts and beliefs and we just put them in a box and then we go from corner to corner. It's like an old attorney friend of mine that was in a corporate job that he hated. He would go there every day, made terrific money, but it was soul sucking for him. And he would always say to me, it's like, you know, I just don't know a way out. It's like going from corner to corner to corner to corner to corner to corner to to corner so hard. Right. And I've
0: been there. And we you all do, do that. We've all been there, right? You're right. making amazing money. And you have people on the outside telling you, why would you ever leave this job? You're That's never right. going to make that much money again. People don't make this much money. You need to stay there. I mean, you and I have had this conversation many times. And even totally. when I left 107.3, I tell this story all the time. You remember, they offered me 195000 to stay on middays. And I can remember my agent, my entertainment manager, all these people calling me and going, nobody makes 195000 to do a midday show. That's right. Take this job. Why are you? You can't say no. Yeah. <laughs> you were the only person. that was like, you need to say no. Like this yeah. is soul sucking. You know how is Hey Fridge ever going to grow to anything? Goes to entertain and inspire in a box.
1: Exactly, and I think you know, it, like, it, oh, you yeah. you took the big plunge as some people do. Some people jump off that cliff, and 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 oh, we're yeah. and we're not saying you need to jump off a cliff per se. If that's the right thing for you, <laughs> as it was for you, then absolutely go for it. But your passion is something that could start out as a hobby. One of the people last night talked about volunteering with animals and pets. And you could just see this this beautiful love in them for for helping and giving back from a standpoint of a passion of of nurturing things and people and animals. And I thought, oh, how amazing, because this isn't like, hey, you're suddenly going to have a podcast and take off. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But you may find that in your passion, there's a wonderful way to give it a purpose to serve so that you can do that in many ways. And then that's the idea, you know? as we talked about last night, really what we've, you know, kind of given it a structure, you know, and I use structure loosely, but the structure is more of a compass than a box. And a compass works very simply by there's a force that you don't quite understand that's kind of pointing you in the right direction when you're using that instrument or tool to kind of figure out where you're going. And it kind of is your true north in that sense. And that's what passion is, is just to use that as your true north, not to kind of point someplace and say, this is absolutely the end all be all but to say let's see where this takes me okay. as I'm walking north
0: and I think it's a good thing to say is like, no, it's not for everyone to jump off, but you know, you and I, and a lot of people probably know our story. We, we talked about it last night, but you were my first radio boss and you really got me my first on air radio gig in Washington, DC in a major market. I was only like 25 years old. I had no experience. And I think, you know, I know I was the assistant producer, but I think too, I was on with Burke Allen briefly. And I remember you coming in the studio and you were like, was that you? And I, and you were like, you really sound... There's something there. You were like, right. you really... I'm going to call Jim Ross over at Metro Networks. You need to apply for that job. Yeah. And that was really how it started. And then, of course, we've stayed friends and, and really reconnected about five years ago when I came to New York. Right. And the first time we met up again, you were just like, there's something about you. We We have to talk about what this is. Because I had sort of jumped off the cliff and left 99.5 without knowing you, you know, without really connecting with you. And then over the years, you've kind of helped me guide it. But I've always had, since I reconnected with you and even before that, I've had that pulling, like my compass has always been like, okay, you have to do that. You've got to figure this out on your own. You know, you've got to be that performer that you've always wanted that talk show. So, it 's not for everyone, but like the the one oh seven three gig that compass was so pulling, you know what I mean It was just so there, so I think you have to work on that and then know yourself when yeah. you 're
1: ready to jump well, and it 's also like getting beyond the box again, right it 's what right. we talked about is that we kind of right. we kind of have these little tugs and pulls, and we think okay well where 's the box i can can I move from one box to another right that 's kind of what happens, right? Can I jump off the cliff and when we met, it was a great example of you absolutely had that pulling and that yeah. tugging but you you were like, you know, it's I bungee jumped once and I always say it's like bungee jumping, you know the the jump down is quick, I thought it was going to be the worst part but it was really the spring back up when there's no gravity because you're just reaching out in the air for anything to grab onto and there's nothing there and that's what happens to most people is they get so miserable and they, and they go I'm yeah. doing this and then they jump and they go, I, I'm, I don't really know why, why I jumped and then they right. get in trouble so it's like, you know, don't get your yourself in trouble. The idea here with this kind of passion code that we're talking about is there's a code deeper in that. There's right. there's a there's an essence, there's a great intention in it that you're gonna bring to life that only you it's a language only you know, a verbal code. Your anything goes is a verbal code that people can go, oh well anybody can say that. Well yeah absolutely but it doesn't mean anything to them the way it means to you. Exactly. Because of the way that yeah. you grew up and the way that the environment you grew up in influenced that and you built a culture Your mother built a culture of anything goes. And you're like, oh, well, here's a great intention that I can use to really provide a purpose to serve and now give myself a halo to connect in many ways, not just one way. So when I do take that cliff jump, I've got options. I've got flexibility. I'm not now like, holy shit, what did I just do? I'm stuck. And that's what most people do because they're like, where's the new box? Where's the new job? Where's the new role? Where's the new skill? And all those things are important important. But what we're saying is just to take away the box, serve what's that greater essence that's been poking you your entire
0: life, probably before you can remember. Oh my God, since I was like eight years old, right? So tell me this, um, you know, a couple things before we get into, there was lots of exercises last night that really helped people open up and get this conversation going. But we hear a lot in our society about passion, right? Like how to find your passion. But the thing that I love about you is it's much deeper than just... Hey, this is your passion. Like, so tell me what the difference is between like a lot of, you talk self-help books and just like, Hey, getting a book that's like a five-step program. So what's the difference between like what you do and you've done with me versus just like buying a book about how to follow your passion.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think there's a lot of good ideas. There's clues in everything. And that's the Mm -hmm. idea is how do you serve that moment to say, I've got this unique, Curiosity that has been tugging me and pulling me. Why, why did I just spend two hours researching something on Google? Well, those are the kind of things to pay attention to. Oh. Those are the doors. All those books, all those TED Talks, all those programs, all those seminars. Oh, we talked about uh, one of the uh, women last night had done the Landmark Forum, which I've also done.
0: I've never heard about uh, that. Which
1: is, and it started back in the 70s. It was called Est and has had a, a good, long history of helping a lot of people. But it also brings the disciplines together of Buddhism and a number of things ah. to really kind of get into, you know, opening yourself. And that's the idea is that it's not, you know, we said last night, one size fits none.
0: I love that. That's my new favorite saying. Yeah, one
1: size fits none because we think that, oh, I can follow this with this one book, this program, but I've read hundreds and hundreds of self-help right. books. I've watched so many videos. I've went to so many seminars. I, I've had many teachers that were formal teachers and then also people that I just met just in like a bar in coffee shop and I just became open enough to have more precise focus and attention to say you know they tickled something in me when they said something or they showed me something that there's that little tickle there that goes ooh like pay attention
0: and that's what too started with me with mindful eating is mindful eating is the whole practice there is no diet that works for everyone you know what you eat every day is different than what I eat is different than somebody else but we're taught like oh if you just follow this Atkins diet and you just don't eat carbs, you'll lose weight and you'll be fine. And right. you're like, no, no one's body is like that. And it's the same thing with finding your truest intention and living your dream. It's a message that only you carry, only you know.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. that's, and we're seeing a lot of that in the world because for the longest time, again, these are, mm. these are old ideals mm. of whether it was you know, schooling, institutions, corporations, there's all these rules. And we spend our, you know, I have kids and I always think about how amazing it is that a lot of times in the school systems now, they only uh, teach to the test, right? They want you to be in a box. They want to say that we've got these, these yearly tests that, that are dependent on doing good for the whole school, not just one kid for us to get funds for everything that we're doing. So really now what we've done is we've turned the mentality into saying, how can I pass the test, right? And a lot of those 12-step programs and all those things, while many great ideas in those, we get so focused on how can I master the box instead of opening it and really serving myself in a way that, oh... There was a step in that program that I can use for myself, and I find it very helpful and useful. Not right. Maybe not the other 11, but that one is great. So now, how can I take many parts from many different places and put it into a big pot like ingredients and soup? Yes. But I have the recipe that's gonna make that taste best.
0: So let's do like a couple of the exercises that you did last night. Um, and these were so simple. And what Sammy was telling everyone throughout the night, and I thought this was a good, um, and I did this. exercise when Sammy and I first reconnected. You tell people to start paying attention to the words that people um, say about you, meaning like with me, like, and you use the example of going to your LinkedIn profile and looking at the recommendations that people write for you and pulling cer- certain words that repeat, right? Yeah,
1: it's, it's really simple. It's a, it's, a, it's a little quick way to kind of find out a real position or a place, right? Is go to your LinkedIn profile. You've got recommendations from friends and coworkers and former bosses and colleagues, And just copy and paste those, and then just Google a word cloud, Wordle. There's a bunch of them out there. They're free. Um, And then just put all of them in together at the same time, and just hit process and you'll see what happens in a word cloud mm-hmm. is the words that are used most often are going to blow up the largest and you may learn something that you completely agree with this or you may be like oh well that's a little surprising now typically when it comes to LinkedIn it's it, it is a little more of a box because of your job so <laughs> it's business it's right business right. so you know keep that in mind but you could do the same thing with your own writing you know go back and find things you've written in your diary or written to yourself over the years oh, yeah. put those in a word cloud and see what words you've used most often because I'm gonna bet you i'm certain of it actually that there are words that you don't even realize that there has a frequency in you that keeps coming up over and over and over again oh
0: my god you know what that reminds me like i'm gonna go to my facebook page which people have reviewed or the reviews for my podcast and find the words that people do you hear that that is the sound of the brand new and delicious you natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored And tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, That people have said, yeah. oh, that's so good. Um, okay, take us take us through the first exercise. One of the exercises you did last night. Tell us, you know, how that begins to help you.
1: Yeah, I, and really, the idea here is is just about an opening, right? And that's that that's the mm. part where you know a lot of this passion workshop is really kind of just b- being passionate. We play music, we do things to uh, loosen you it was up. So good. We have questions. Oh my god, I died. Because right, the idea is is that we got to get out of our own way first. Because most of us, that's that's half of the battle is that we're. Just just in our own way. So, what we wanna do is just kinda of open up this kind of new attention so that you can see, you know, there's a door there that I can open that's been calling me for the longest time. So, one of the first questions we ask is, you know, talk about a feeling. What do you love when someone does it for you? And then what are you best at in doing it for others? What is that feeling, that essence that comes out, you know, that lives in between those two questions? Because what I have found in doing this for a number of years and a number of people now is there's a, there's a glue that's kind of unifying something between those two that you can say, you know, I just light up. I love it. I'm so satisfied yeah. when I get a feeling from someone that really is in unison with a feeling I give back.
0: What are those for you? Cause you know, you asked me that last night and I was like oh you know you asked all of us and I was like sitting there for a long time I really couldn't think of what the thing is that other people do for me that I love until this morning and I woke up and I thought you know one of the things I love I loved and one of the things I love most about our friendship is I always discover something new from you you know and it's the same with Robin Mize my mindful eating therapist or you know you read an article and someone puts a twist on a relationship situation that you never read and I'm like oh I love that you know I love that and then you know and of course I'm an entertainer like I love when people laugh. I love when people say, oh my God, you know, um, listening to you or watching you has helped me through life issues and get over it. I'm like, that I love, you know, yeah. you're doing something right. But uh, you, it took you, me you, a while. You
1: got well, it does, and and that's yeah. where you have to be be compassionate and patient with yourself. Because again, remember, most of us have been taught and learned in a box. It's like where does this fit? And you have to kind of get out and surrender to yourself and just become. You know, I, I was telling someone last night that the things that excite me the most are when those things come through me, not from me. It's like you know those little tickles Ooh. that show up. You know, Einstein said even in creating the theory of relativity was, it wasn't so much something that came from me as it came through me. It was like, well, I always say it's like lightning bugs when you see them light up and you catch one and you just want to hold on to it. That's, that's for me, the process. And it's about, again, my centerpiece is ignite passion on purpose to be my best and belong in the moment. So what I love is when someone gives me a new idea that is passionate that I go, Oh I see how I can use that because I've, I've articulated a purpose to say, how can I fill the air with powerful words and inspiring ideas to create freedom, competence, and choice? Like I want to oh, just be yeah. free. It's about freedom to be able to serve yes. and not just box. So you've, again, this is years in the making as you have said as well, but you know, you, you have to start somewhere because at frequency we talked it's about this last night it's frequency just the way we said you're going to uncover those most frequent words in a word cloud it's the same idea in your own consciousness your own attention your own precise focus mm. is getting to a point to where the first time you know we used the uh, the infomercial idea last night is saying you know the first time you see one of those commercials you're you ignore it by the 20th 30th time you're like you know what May, maybe maybe this my pillow is right for I me right <laughs> i i need that damn my pillow right yeah. but we do the same with our is that yeah, as we become more uh, aware and we become more precise focus of, of choosing ourselves and not someone else because what most people will do is look for validation outside of them. It's just like when you left, we're leaving Mix 107.3, every person around you is like, what are you thinking? Right. And most people, that would scare the shit out of them and they'd be right. like, you know what, they're right. I've got to go back and play safe and be in the box. Yeah. And and maybe you will, maybe you won't, but the idea here is is to give yourself the flexibility and the freedom to really follow your passion. And as we said last night, what all we want to do in this kind of passion outcome is have you make passion the pause. The Mm. pause is usually the validation from someone else, that old thinking, those limited beliefs that go, oh, I'm putting something in front of me that becomes a facade that I show to the world instead of opening up to the fact that i can make passion the pause and now when i know what causes me i have more control than i've ever had before
0: ah oh love love and you know what I thought was so great too is um you know the more you get to know yourself and your passions every woman and there was one man there last night everybody had themes that I could completely relate to you know um not saying no because they didn't want to disappoint or upset a client you know I loved the woman who was the interior decorator who said that you know she had a really strong vision of what a home should look like but she always ended up compromising because it was like well this is what the client wanted, you know, and you really start getting us on the path of thinking about work on your talent, work on that passion that, that ignites you, that thing. And that begins to create the confidence to then have you be unreasonable yeah. and unreasonable doesn't mean you don't say yes to anything. It means that you don't say yes to the projects that really are not right for you.
1: That's right. That's right. It's, and it's trusting
0: that the next project will be even better. Yeah. And, and, and even that's hard. More that's
1: hard. importantly though, it gives you the opportunity and the the ability to be unreasonable. Right. because you're able, you know, one of our interior we had two interior decorators there last night which was really interesting, but one um, you could tell had really this limiting belief of being in a box, right? It was never saying no. And and, what, and because we're I, afraid uh, to girl, say no. Because I can relate. Because when you say no, like, it becomes conflict. It becomes hurt, you know, because a lot of us, yes. I mean, for me growing up when I said no to my mom, she, she spanked me. And I was like, I don't want that to happen because shit, that hurts. Right. Right. So, so we get caught up in the side idea that's almost a self-defense mechanism that we've used our whole life to say, you know, I have learned through my own experience that when I say no to people, there are bad outcomes. And what this does Mm. is open that up to give you that confidence in loving yourself in a way to say, I can be unreasonable. It's not what I can do. It's what I don't do that will make the difference that people will start to anticipate me in a way of knowing that they are going to be the best and belong in the moment too.
0: And we all know people that have mastered it and they're addicting to be around. And Absolutely. It, it doesn't matter if they're an asshole or they're not, you know, you, they they have follow. there's something about them that you just, you love artists. I always think are very good at that, Completely. you know, um, or Frank Lloyd Wright. I love his example. Like you were paying for him to design a home the way he fucking wanted to design the home. That's right. It wasn't that you got to weigh in. It was like. You want my brilliance, you pay, and then you leave me alone, and I do what I do, and here's your home. Yeah. Like, I used That's to, right. I love him. Like, that was what, and people, of course, pay dearly. They still pay dearly yeah. for a house that now falls apart. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, you create that brilliance. Yes. Yes. And, and, and when you
1: choose yourself, right? Really, and it's very your right. addicting. I worked with a wonderful futurist facilitator, for, futurist facilitator for years. His name was Dr. Roger Hendricks, and he had a great line that, just said, the power to choose is what brings life to life. And I never Mm -hmm. forgot that. And I pay that forward as often as I can. We talked about it many times last night, because think about your situation. Anything goes to entertain and inspire as you not only brought that out of yourself and articulated it, but then started communicating it to the world. You gave yourself the flexibility of realizing what you couldn't do. You couldn't be a part of a corporate radio station any longer because anything goes with something they were afraid to do. And, uh, and yeah, especially
0: yeah. from a woman, forget it. Exactly. Forget so, it. so the
1: idea was, is you saw that, uh, okay, now I got it. But in order to bring this out, I have to have this be alive, not just on, but alive in right. every single moment. Now you've got the podcast, you've got the TV hosting, you've got the writing, you've got all the right. things that you do, and you've got flexibility around yourself by just trusting that voice and now articulating it with this verbal code that you say, this is, this is me. Right. You know, I told the a story. There was a, an actress that I met in New York. Her name is Michelle Bucci. She's a young actress and struggling, as many actors and actresses do. Uh, and we went through the same exercise with her. And what she kind of articulated in herself was messy but likable. And mm. what a beautiful intention, right? I'm messy but likable. And, and all oh, I said, all I said to her was again, make that your pause. Make that passion your pause, because you think you walk into an audition and they hand you a script and you read a few lines and walk out. Put messy but likable in front of the words and read it through that filter, and now you're the most unique person in that room because no one else is reading it messy but likable. That's your it factor. That's your it factor. And that's all we're talking about. It's simple. But it's yeah. a way that you can get out of the way and suddenly get out of the box and say, how can I serve this moment and this moment with the flexibility like a compass to where I'm not on one path. It's not a flat earth, but now it's an entire universe around me that I can point here or point here or point here or point here. Right. And what I give comes back to me.
0: Now talk to me one other, let's go through one other exercise that you featured last night. Um, there were there were so many because we it was just great. We would evoke such terrific. Um, conversations from them. But what was one other one that people can kind of start doing at home after listening to this to sort of generate some ideas,
1: yeah. Well, I think let's you know probably do the uh, the very first one is because you know one of the stories uh, we told last night is um, there's a great uh, NLP coach, neuro linguistic programming. Search it up, you'll find it. It's very right. fascinating, um, and his name is Jamie Smart, and he always starts his seminars, which I love, with a diamond on the board, and he says we're all born as a diamond in the rough, but we cover that diamond with a layer of shit, and then he drew a circle around the the circle, and he said, and then we spend our whole lives just. Defending and covering up the shit instead of really getting to the diamond so what we always want to do is you know have people start getting out of those limiting beliefs and seeing you know like what are you covering up right you know and it was funny how uh, not funny it was actually amazing but as we started talking to people and started really chipping away at the questions and kind of getting out of these old processes and boxes uh, how people saw these these common themes that were rising inside of them we had a couple of people that that just showed up oh, and amazing. then it pops. And yeah. then, you know, what this does is with that flexibility, it gives you more creative application. I mean, I loved, we had, uh, we had one girl that was talking to me about spending her life with, um, going through depression, you know, some really bad stuff. Cause this isn't always, you know, like, like, you know, Pollyanna, Rosie Posey, sometimes there's bad stuff. And, but what came out of that was her saying, I think I can put a human factor to finding real doctors that can help and not just another healthcare site that you put your zip code in. And suddenly, you know, there's just a a list to choose from that, you know, nothing about. So, you know, that was really from, uh, that side. So let's, uh, you know, the first thing that we asked, as far as another exercise that you can do too is just to start this process Mm -hmm. for yourself is what do you ask yourself? What do you ask yourself? What does that secret voice say to you? Or what do you say secretly to yourself that's about passion or that you're curious about? And then what do you declare most often? Like, you know, what's that thing, that frequency again, that comes up to say, this is who I am, or this is what I should be doing. Or you get frustrated because every time you say, yes, it should have been a no. And there's the common theme in that. So, you know, ask yourself, what do you ask yourself passionately and what do you declare most often passionately in a good or a bad way?
0: I love that too. That was so good last night, and that brought up a lot of emotions and things for people. Yeah, um, and it really did. And and you and I love too. You said there's no wrong answer, you know, because like mine has always been to like entertain and inspire, like and do it on a stage or do it, you know, and so and do it and become famous, you know. And you're like, that's okay. Like no matter what the answer is, that's okay.
1: Yeah. Well, and and to to entertain and inspire is where you've given it a purpose to serve. That's step two, right? Anything, anything goes is the great intention. You know, uh, the, the great insight as I shared is make your greatest intention present in every moment, you know, keep that top of mind, keep that there. And for you, anything goes is really it. And anything goes is, I mean, you entertain and inspire in everything you do, but, but You have anything goes whether you're in your life with your partner, your business life, and that's the idea here is this isn't again a facade, this is that organic, natural, beautiful, wonderful, amazing you that no matter what hits you. You know that anything goes can take you someplace else and you're not stuck, but you're moving forward. It's like a torch. You can pick it up is and a carry torch. It. That's right,
0: all the time, yeah. all the time. Um, Sammy, you are unbelievable. <laughs> you. The first ever passion workshop, um, you know, we had, we did it in Arlington for the first time and more to come. So, um, and I know a lot of people, you know, loved you last night. They wanted to know more. Where can people follow, find you um, if they want to reach out?
1: Yeah, sure. Just uh, my website is probably easiest. It's Sammy Simpson, but just one M. -M
0: S-A-M-Y.
1: Correct. So S-A-M-Y Simpson, just like the cartoon, dot com
0: perfect you guys can also you know many of you are following me too but um on my um facebook page which is sarah frazier just hit pages my public page i'll be putting updates and events there when sammy and i are going to have the next passion workshop in the dc area so be looking for that um sammy you're amazing thank, thank you so you. much so fun all right guys we will see you next time be sure to hit subscribe to the Hey Fraser podcast on itunes and leave me a review hit five stars tell me what you love about the podcast and we'll see you next week week.